I was in the kitchen scooping out a bowl of fud blah boop boop. <laughs> From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode, Sergeant and Big Mac. It was Christmas Eve, and Mom shuffles the three of us downstairs. Go downstairs, all the way back to the bedroom, she says. What? Why? Why? Why do we need to go downstairs? Did you get us something? What did you get us? Is it something cool? What is it? Just go downstairs. Oh my gosh. Why did she send us downstairs? What could it be? It's Christmas Eve. It has to be good. The three of us try to figure out what it is. Maybe Dad brought home pizza for dinner, which is something that never happened at my house. My mom makes amazing homemade pizza, which we never appreciated as kids because we thought store-bought pizza was the biggest treat in the world. So dad bringing home takeout pizza would have been a Christmas miracle. Or it's a kitten. Do you think it's a puppy? Now, we have had family cats before over the years, but never, never a dog. Mom doesn't like dogs. No way. Mom and Dad would never get us a dog. New bikes, then. But why would we need to be banished to the basement for bikes? Grandma and Grandpa are here. Who, by the way, are the very best people God ever created. No, we're going to Grandma and Grandpa's tomorrow on Christmas Day. It's pizza! What is it? Finally, we are released to come upstairs. So what is it? Wait a minute. That was a yip. That sounds like a puppy. Could it really be a puppy? It was a puppy! We could hear him as soon as we came up the stairs. There he was! There he was, jumping around in a box under the Christmas tree. A puppy! A puppy! No way! Mom and Dad got us a puppy. They wanted to give him to us on Christmas Day, but there was no keeping him quiet. So he was our Christmas Eve surprise. A brown, little, floppy-eared pup. We were ecstatic. Not a one of us got any sleep that night. I'm not sure if it was because of the excitement over the pup or because of the excitement of the pup. On the four-hour trip to Grandma's the next day, we worked on just the right name for our new pup. We settled on the name Sergeant Major. He was going to be the best dog ever. Our little brown floppy-eared dog, Sergeant Major, turned out to be the worst dog ever. We had no idea how to train him. He was never fully housebroken. He ran the opposite direction when we called him and would take off out the front door if given the slightest opportunity. We were constantly cleaning up piles and puddles, chasing him down the street, cleaning up shredded trash. My loathing for this dog was complete as I ran down the stairs and slipped across the basement floor in a puddle of pee. 
So the only explanation I have for the next part of this story is that I was 12. I remember this day so clearly. I was in the kitchen scooping out a bowl of fudge ripple ice cream for an after-dinner snack when I heard outside my little brother Dan crying. I could see them through the kitchen window coming up the driveway, and I knew instinctively that something had happened to Sergeant. I was right. My dad and Dan had taken Sergeant for a walk. Sergeant had gotten off his leash, ran right into traffic, and got hit by a car. No more Sergeant. I immediately dropped the ice cream scoop and ran to my room and cried and cried and cried. The next day I went to school in complete despair. My sweet little dog had died. This was genuine despair, too. I wasn't just putting on a show. I never, ever, 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 ever want another dog. Not much later, my dad shows up with another dog. Big Mac. No, no way. No, 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 no. I will not love or hate another dog again. We cannot keep him. Big Mac belonged to my Uncle Tim and Aunt Linda. We had actually met Big Mac earlier when my Uncle Tim stopped by our house on the way home from McDonald's farm with his new puppy. He was this tiny, little, curly-haired pup, a cockapoo, part cocker spaniel and part poodle. So cute, he fit right in the palm of your hand. Now he had grown into a beautiful, brown-eyed, medium-sized dog, much bigger than Tim and Linda thought he would get. They were still in college and lived in married student housing, trying to get away with keeping an animal. It didn't work. They were hoping we could take him. No, I said. Yes, said the rest of my family. Fine, but I will not love him. I loved him. He was such a sweet dog, soft fur, big brown eyes. More than once, someone asked if we would be willing to sell him. He was completely housebroken. Once when we went on a weekend trip leaving a key with our neighbor so we could take care of Mac, when we got home and opened the door, Mac shot out the door so fast he almost knocked us over. Our neighbor stopped by later that day to see how Mac was because the key we had given him did not work and poor Mac had been stuck in the house for over two days. He didn't go in the house anywhere. He quickly became part of the family. I have several pictures of Mac dressed up in scarves or funny glasses. He happily let me use him as my little dress-up doll. Whenever I would play my trumpet, he would sit next to me and sing along. My sister said he was really howling in agony, but I'm sure he was singing. He would come running when I played, and if the door was closed, he would sit outside and sing. He was terribly afraid of storms, the least little bit of thunder and lightning, and he would crawl up on my lap, shaking and whining until the storm passed. My favorite story of Mac is probably not his favorite. It's the one about the time he peed on a live wire. I think my dad was replacing a light fixture in the backyard and had left a live wire sticking out of the ground. And Mac seemed to think he should pee on it. Oh, the fuss he made. He hid under our neighbor's picnic table for the next few hours and wouldn't come out, 
poor pup. We felt bad laughing, but oh, it was funny. His name was Big Mac. We pretty much called him Mac, and everyone else called him Max. We spent a lot of time correcting people. No, his name is Mac, as in Big Mac, because he came from McDonald's farm. He liked to play fetch and tug of war. He loved the water. He would chase a stick or a ball or even a ball of sand into the lake. He was a good dog and we all loved him. Even my mom, I think. I'm not sure how many years we had Mac. Until one day he disappeared. We looked for him up and down the streets and all around the neighborhood. We never found him, not a sign of him anywhere. We think someone took him. He was a pretty dog, and people often asked if we wanted to sell him, and he never ran off before. He disappeared shortly after my baby brother DJ was born. We were all very sad. Except DJ. He was just a baby. What did he know? Well, he would soon learn that the loss of that dog would mean that now he would have to replace Big Mac as my dress-up doll. Oh, are you ready for what I'm about to tell you? I'm ready. No, I have nothing. Oh, okay. Are you guys ready for some fun stuff? Because here today I'm going to be talking to my brother Dan, my little brother Dan, and we're going to talk about our puppy dogs, Sergeant and Mac, Big Mac. So, hi, Dan. Welcome. Hello. Now, I know many of times you have told me that you don't remember much of your childhood. So I hope you will reach way back into your head. and um, I do much better at remembering stuff after we start talking, you know, and getting those little gray cells working. <laughs> Good. We'll stir them up. We'll stir up those gray cells and you can remember our dogs. Yeah, I remember them. Do you remember the day we got, Sergeant? I don't. You don't remember that Christmas Eve when we, got all, we all got shuttled down to the basement? No, you were talking about that and I'm like, I don't remember that. What is your first memory of the dog? I know that, well, you, in your story, you said we named him Sergeant Major, which is probably true. We did. But I remember we couldn't come up with a name. Yeah, we argued about it. We, we were having so much trouble with a name, and, and we may have come to Sergeant Major to make ourselves feel better about it, but for sure, the name Sergeant was born out of a package of Sergeant dog collars we saw at the store. Yes, I do remember that. And I think we, I think you're exactly right. We decided to name him Sergeant Major you know, to kind of give him the Salvation Army theme to make us feel better. But Sergeant was the dog colors. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right. We sort of just said, oh, here, look, this is good. Let's call him Sergeant. And we never called him Sergeant Major. We just called him Sergeant or Stupid right, right. Dog. I, um, I don't really remember much about him except that he was so fast for me. What was I, nine? Yeah, that's probably true. Right in there. He was so f I could never catch him. And that was the thing with him. He never liked to be contained. Right. He was hyper fast. He didn't listen to anybody, which is what ultimately did him in. Yeah. I mean, the moment he got out of the door, he was down the street. Zoom. I remember times trying to catch him and I just couldn't. 
He was so fast. Yes. Not fast enough, but fast. <laughs> Faster than the car. Oh. Do you? Okay, so tell me what you remember about that fateful night. I remember uh, when we went out for a while. I don't remember him being on a leash. Uh, it was dark. He had to have been on a leash. I don't think There's so. There's no. I don't think so. He would not have stayed with you if he hadn't have been. Well, he didn't. Well, clearly. But here's the thing. Obviously, not having a leash, if he didn't have a leash, was a mistake. But the idea to take him out for a walk was to wear him out. If he was on a leash, he wouldn't be worn out because he wouldn't have been going anywhere. Okay. Uh, I get why, because we need to wear him out. Maybe, did you take him out? Because we had that big field sort of next to our house. Uh, we were going down the side of that. There was a like a wooded area. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of cars. I don't think not having him on a leash would have been a problem most of the time. Oh, well, I believe you because I wasn't there. So. Well, I remember he didn't get out of anything. He just took off. Sure. And uh, Dad tried to get him to come back, and he didn't. And uh, I do remember the trauma of the moment when Dad tried to call him back, and he never and he yeah. yelped when he got hit. Mm. I don't remember if the car stopped, but I would have remembered discussions with the people in the car if they had sure i i i was probably traumatized in the moment but i didn't really like that dog no i don't think any of us liked that dog he was not a, a we just did we didn't know what we were doing with that dog we didn't train him very well i don't know if he could have been trained but maybe we didn't serve that dog well that's for sure <laughs> but i cried forever even with the dog that i didn't like I don't remember crying. I probably did. You were crying when you came home. Right, yeah. Like I said, the trauma of the moment, I'm sure I was traumatized. I mean, it was alive, now it isn't. I was probably really sad about that. But yeah, does he even just see any animal get right. hit by a car is no fun. I don't remember in my memories that it was a big deal o overall. Right. All right, now to our much better dog, Big Mac. I know that I didn't appreciate him at the time because he really was a good dog. Uh, when, he le when he left, I wasn't particularly nice to him. I wasn't not nice to him. But when he disappeared, I sort of, in my mind, thought it was my fault. Really? You blamed yourself? I did, yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, not now. Now I think he was taken like everybody. But at the time, I'm like, I must have done something that got him to leave. Well, I'm glad that now you don't think it's your fault because... I, I really do think somebody took him. Do you remember when, uh, you probably don't, your, your memory is so sad. <laughs> but when you remember when um, Uncle Tim and Linda brought that puppy? I mean, I might be able to remember a few things, but some of that might be just because I'm hearing what you're saying. So I don't, I don't think I remember it. <laughs> uh, okay. I remember you like to dress him up. I did. I have a few pictures of him dressed up. I remember that. Do you have them? I probably have them somewhere, yeah. I need those. I have more pictures of DJ dressed up, but <laughs> I, uh, I probably have a couple of the dog somewhere. Because that's kind of right where I started taking pictures. Yeah, I liked to dress things up. So when the dog disappeared, then I just had DJ. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that was wrong. Good, thank you. Appreciate it. But I need those pictures. If I can find them, I will definitely give them to you. Do you remember when he peed on the uh, electrical wire, the live wire? I don't remember that at all, no, because that was a good story. <laughs> I really would have enjoyed that story. I mean, I yeah, did enjoy the story, but I would have enjoyed it if I, you know what I mean. I do, I do know what you mean. 
Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, you really do have a bad memory. I thought you'd remember more about the dog. Well, I'm sorry. I remember more about Sergeant than Mac. Well, that because there was, you know, a traumatizing moment with Sergeant. Mac was just the good dog that, you know, was happily here. He was a good dog. Like I said, I didn't appreciate him at the time. One of my favorite pictures of you is with Big Mac. When I'm asleep and he's looking over at me? <laughs> He's just got, like, his face right at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to be the one you were talking about. Uh, yes, because it's a good picture. Fair point. Uh, hopefully I didn't really blow your, your podcast by not having enough memory of them. Oh, you ruined it. It's ruined. Okay. We need a good ending to the dog story. How can we end with a bang with the dogs? No. Sergeant There's Mac. a bang. <laughs> oh, no, that's a bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. You wanted a bang. I, I, I know. I don't want like the sound of your dog getting hit by a that car. That was dark. That was pretty dark, wasn't it? That was really dark. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, Mac was a was a good dog. Yeah, he was a good dog. That's what. That's that's the bang. Bang. Good dog. Good dog. Yeah. All right. Good job. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. Please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, thank you for joining us on Carlson Drive.